0: yo yo, this is justin Justin b bieber hey hey,
1: it's ariana Grande. just the interviews a zach sang show exclusive podcast
0: hello beautiful humans hello dan's here hello and grace are we on right asmr vanderwall is here yeah we're off. oh Ooh. hey D- Hi. D- you don't even know you know what i mean? don't even
2: know like when the interview conversation is starting but
0: it's maybe that's what makes it that, that special right yeah authentic because the energy doesn't really stop it doesn't really shift it's just uh... it's consistent yeah the it's way we are off the air yeah, you're on it love love I'm so honored to have you here Miss Vanderwall.
2: thank you I've
0: been trying to get you on our show for quite some time no because you have not I promise you I, oh my
2: god are you serious I
0: love you It definitely has
2: you I love, don't believe you at all
0: you loved us and Ariana before yes I, I love you I love your you.
2: Oh my God, stop. Because I'm like low-key starstruck, and if you keep saying this, I'm going to cry.
0: <laughs> no, When you got up on stage and you sang that original at AGT, season 11 winner, golden buzzer human right here. <laughs> I mean, that original shook me. Thank and you. the depth of the lyrics, but also how personal they really were, and the fact that you were able to win over everybody in the room mm. with an original record, that's powerful stuff.
2: Thank you,
0: thank you. Is it in that moment that you really set the tone for the rest of your career that you're a songwriter? Mm. You're not just this cover artist who takes out her uke and you know plays around with a record and yeah. makes it a little bit, little bit folky?
2: I, I, I think that's an interesting point because I think a lot of people on those shows the reason why it's hard to take off afterwards is because of many reasons, but also because everyone does covers, you mm-hmm. know, and it's hard to establish yourself as yourself afterwards. So I I guess so. I mean, I was just incredibly lucky that the producers were, because the producers are a heavy, heavy, heavy input on what you sing. And if they didn't want me to sing that, I couldn't have done that. So I'm just grateful that, they let me and because without honestly without their input i i would have sang x's and o's or like riptide or something
0: i don't think we'd be talking right now we
2: probably wouldn't be talking isn't that crazy
0: it gives me that like blows
2: my i'm like in such like deep thoughts mood right now (laughs) because once again like i just woke up from like a super long nap and like that's just crazy to me to think about like just I I I never really think about like fate or any of that. I kind of think that's stupid. I think that everything's pretty much random and just around belief in your own determination. But then I think about those weird things that like line up so weird, and I'm like, maybe that was like supposed to be. <laughs>
0: You got. You kind of got to think that way in a sense because yeah. there's so many other people who hit that stage mm. that sing a ton of covers, and then they get judged solely based on the cover, and then they're, they're they're kind of stuck in a hole, and they have to climb their way out. Yeah. At that moment when you sat in or stood in front of the producers and sang that original, how many other original songs had you had ready to go?
2: Not many. I I think that I had maybe one other really bad original. I was writing my songs like. A week before the performances during that whole process Wow Um because I had just started writing songs I sang I don't know my name way 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 back when even before the tv audition and I remember there was like this whole process for months of what I was going to sing and That was such I don't know my name was such a last minute decision That like I had nothing else prepared
0: (laughs) which
2: and now that i think about it that's so stupid i i wasn't stressed out but like i should have been stressed out cuz like i'm starting with an original i then i can't it would be weird to switch to covers
0: you, you- that's just, and you didn't know how many weeks you had technically because nobody told yeah. you weren't guaranteed a lifespan. Yeah. So when you're writing on America's Got Talent, are you writing about everything you're experiencing in that moment or throughout that week? No, I w-
2: honestly, I was just trying to get songs down, like "Light the Sky," uh, "Clay." Um, I think that's all. I, Is that all I sang? On- "Stray and Clay." Yeah, I think that's it. Just like the Sky and um, not Stray. Stray's um, a new one. Stray's a new one, yeah. And Clay, like I was just trying to get stuff down. And if I finished a song and I liked it, I was like, I'm going to sing this for the producers and get um, uh, what's it called? Like confirmation that I can do it.
0: But in that moment, were you even confident in your own ability to say if the song is finished or good enough? Yes,
2: I've always been like, I don't know always I've always been so stubborn in what I know and what I like Not really in like a spoiled way or anything, but like I don't know all my life. I've known if I, I Don't know it was just this weird intuition that like I knew I was gonna sing this like i also at the end When I sang clay, they wanted me to sing. I don't know my name again And Throughout that whole process. I was probably the most difficult contestant like because they're very um, They let you have freedom if you put your foot down to have freedom, you know what I
0: mean? And when you're you have the talent that allows you to put your foot down.
2: Yeah. Yeah They were very very lenient for me Um, Like in everything in what I wore and what I wear what I sang and so at the end I was just like no I'm going to do this. And they're like, you might get voted off. We've been doing this a long time. It'll be such a moment if you sing, I don't know my name at the very end at the finals. And I don't know. I just like had this intuition of like, no, this, this is the song, man.
0: And look where you're at now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Paid off pretty well. Paid off. Yeah.
0: Does that intuition, does your gut, does it grow stronger over the last, since then? Like over the years between right now and AGT? Or does it stay the same?
2: I mean, it's, I feel, it's not like this weird monster. I feel like it's like everyone, you know? Everyone, I, I'm sure you have that too. And it's just about getting in touch with that part of yourself and making sure to stay connected with that part of yourself throughout your entire career. And I think that's really important, especially for, like, child stars. People always ask me, like, oh, well, what do you do as a child star to, like— stay okay. And I think the main thing is just to stay in touch with that intuition. Cause if you lose that, then other people will step in for that. And then they'll be those decisions for you. You're
0: becoming something you're not.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And then you'll be an adult and then you'll be like, wait a second. Who am I? What am I doing?
0: And I've seen that.
2: We all have. It's scary. It's very scary. Yeah.
0: But it does take confidence in your ability kind of out the gate. But yeah. you you knew what you were here to do. Do you feel like you, you, you've you known from a very early age that you were meant to make music and write songs?
2: Like, I don't want to make it sound like some, like, spiritual, like, <laughs> I was born to make music, you know? I was born in the music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I was never, I was, I still am not that way. Um, but, you know, like, I've always, I was just like any other little girl who liked to sing, like, high school musical and, like, make up songs.
0: You know I'm soaring, we're flying. There's There's not not a star in heaven that we can't reach. And if we're we're trying, we're breaking free. free. Yeah, we're breaking free. That was nice. So introduced you what just happened. It was nice. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna fight it.
2: I'm like still in like nap mode, and this is so weird, like thinking back to that weird like breakout song. I'm like, what just happened?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who introduced you to a ukulele?
2: Um once again, super, super weird like lineup of fate. Um my mom got a job with, like, this au pair... Can I say this story? Okay. (laughs) My mom got this job with, like, this au pair company, um, an international au pair company. And basically, I don't fully understand it because it was my mom's job and I was really young, but this is what I've grasped. Um, Basically, if an international au pair's family didn't work out, like, if they were fighting or if they just weren't a match they would have nowhere to go because they had no family in the States. Uh, they 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 had nowhere. So they yeah. would stay at our house, actually. Um, it's just like young women, all very nice, just from like all over the world. And there was one woman named Gabriela, I think. And she was from Brazil, if <laughs> I remember right. And she played the ukulele. <laughs> and s- w- s- once again, he like did. such a weird just lineup. And... Yeah, I've just, I always looked up to the women because they were older than me. They were in their 20s. I thought they were so cool. Their culture. Exactly. So um, I, I looked up to her and I was just like, I love that she played it. And I would always steal it from her and play it. And then I just got my own and.
0: Here we are. Do you go to your mom and say, can you buy me a uke? Or are you so good on this au pair's uke <laughs> that your mom needs to get you one?
2: No, 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 no. Um, I, I asked for one for my birthday, actually. But um, at the time, I was, I've was i never been able to hold hobbies. And so especially expensive hobbies, my parents would never get me because <laughs> I, I would just throw them away I after like it. a week. Um, so I I'd never got one. Um, but I think my grandma gave me like $50 for my birthday, and then I used that money to get a ukulele.
0: Wow. Why Why do you feel like it's the perfect instrument for you?
2: I think I think I've figured it out, and it's because I'm very impatient with everything. Like, I think that's also why I like singing, because it always came so naturally to me. I hated piano, because I had to practice and get good at it, and I had to work and I hate that I hate working <laughs> and practicing and ukulele is such an easy instrument I mean obviously you can advance and like get amazing but it, you can buy one and learn a song in the same day
0: and that's you know? pretty cool that's pretty cool you feel accomplished
2: exactly exactly it gives you that validation immediately and I think that's why especially at that young age I really liked it because I really liked that immediate validation of learning a song
0: and, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach Show. Hello, beautiful human. Do you have a bunch of stuff, like, lying around your house? Like, maybe a baseball glove that doesn't fit? That pair of jeans that you wore once? Or, like, a phone hiding in a drawer somewhere? Let me tell you about an app that you can use all that stuff to make a little money. You can sell it. The app is called Mercari. Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell pretty much anything. The app is over 3 Hundred thousand reviews, three hundred thousand, with an average rating of four point eight stars. That's pretty freaking good. You want to know why it's rated so high? It's because it really couldn't be simpler. You take a few pics of your stuff, you add a description, set a price, and boom, your item's listed. Then once it's sold, Mercari's going to email you a shipping label. You just stick that label on your product and you send it out. It's so easy. So what are you waiting for? I know you got stuff. I know you got stuff that you need to sell. So. Use it, sell it, ship it, get paid with Mercari. Do it, do it, do it. You find Mercari on the App Store. That is M E R C A R I. Mercari, it's the selling app. I got to get back to this interview. Zach Sang Show. Do you feel like you're using the ukulele differently today than you were, let's say, two or three years ago?
2: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think I use it more nowadays just to connect with what I'm feeling and like on un- understand how I'm feeling about any situation in my life or just my feelings um, and then I think back then I was just excited to learn covers and all that fun stuff.
0: <laughs> do you use the uke while you're writing records? When you're yeah writing song? normally yeah. What, what do you use it for? A melody? I mean
2: every time is different usually I like to find chords And then I just like, and then just start like singing words to it and then like figure out the words and then like halfway in, I'm like, oh, this is what it's about. And then it makes it easy for the rest.
0: So it's once you start putting together words that you figure out the story you're telling.
2: Yeah, I, uh, the song, it's super weird writing songs Uh, that that's something that's never changed. Songs always, I never know what a song is about until I've almost finished it. And I'm just like, Oh, like, it's almost like my subconscious, like, coming out. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's crazy. Or, like, that's how I feel about that. That's I didn't know I felt that way.
0: So you, like, channel it. Like, in the moment you don't understand your feelings, so you don't even understand it enough to, like, write it down in a notes section and then revisit it, but it takes you experiencing stuff and then you sitting down and, like, accessing your subconscious?
2: Yeah, I'm like, to the other side, like, just (laughs) saying random words, yeah. (laughs) But basically, like, that sounds insane, but... Yeah.
0: Where do you write? Like, where's the right place to set up creative shop?
2: Anywhere. I mean, it it, it doesn't really matter. Obviously, I like to be alone, because it's kind of embarrassing. To um, <laughs> just start
0: mumbling different <laughs> yeah, words while exactly. strumming your little guitar? Exactly.
2: I kind of sound crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I've, never, I've never been like, there needs to be... A vanilla scented candle and it needs to be 78 degrees to write a song you know it, it can
0: be anywhere but do you do anything to to tap into your subconscious like when do you know that it's time to write a song does something happen or do you go i gotta just sit down and do it now like homework
2: i mean if i'm feeling overwhelmed like sometimes because i'm i'm really personally really bad at understanding my emotions for things i just feel anxiety Uh, Which is just a million different emotions, which is probably also puberty. And I just have a million (laughs) emotions. Um, But it's also just me and my understanding of myself. And so whenever I feel like that, like, oh, my God, you know, then I like to,
0: you know, it's time.
2: Then it's time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It's not until I'm freaking out and almost shaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Stray, a beautiful record. One of your most recent, Next to Hideaway, which we'll dive into. Mm. But uh, one of the lyrics in Stray caught my ear. Mm. Uh, I want to write a song, uh, I want to feel my words. What, what is the, this song actually about?
2: This song is actually about... Throwing away many songs during the Imagine Dragons tour when I was um, on tour I wrote many songs and I was hoping to release an EP once I got off the tour but Like when I wrote that I looked back on all the songs and like they all kind of sucked like I Don't know none of them touched me none of them I could tell that they were the type of songs that after a month of singing them. They would mean nothing to me and I just didn't want to do that i've done that with other songs and i just don't enjoy it it loses that that passion for me and that that was really a big big influence in stray about throwing away those songs and like just trying because what we were actually just talking about just like perfect the questions lining up line up again Um, (laughs) I'll drop it now Um, but um, yeah like that process used to be like really perfect for me and I feel like I, I did so many writing sessions for just the beginning for the first time and I feel like that kind of messed up my process, almost.
0: Yeah, because you're inviting people that you don't know very well. Yeah,
2: exactly. Into
0: something that was just you, yeah. pen, paper, and you're you.
2: Yeah, it, it it kind of became almost too formulated to the point where, like, I didn't really know how to write the way I used to, which is a, a big influence in Stray.
0: Just because you felt and you realized that you, you wouldn't be able to sing these songs after a month of them existing... Mm. Does that make them not hit records?
2: Yes. I mean, I, I never have hit records, but I don't really care um, because, like, I'd rather be happy with what I'm performing and singing than, like, super unhappy and, like, hate my music than, like, have my songs on the radio.
0: Even know? if it could be a number one?
2: Even if it could be a number one because, you know, it probably won't be anyways.
1: <laughs> well, What were you writing about that wasn't connecting with you?
2: Just random stuff. I don't even remember. I think that I kind of fell into, like, the common categories of, like, love and, like, you know, and teenage years. And, like, that's fine. And I've actually written a lot of songs recently about that. But I was just doing it. I don't know, in like a way that wasn't natural and organic to me. you
0: that, know. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it, w- w- one, in writer's camps, but when you're doing it the second time, you're doing it on your own time and at your mm. own pace and when you're feeling it and living it. Yeah. But you know they put you in those songwriting camps or whatever to try to get a hit mm. out of that. Any pressure or any nerves you feel when you have to tell the record label, these records are not for me? thank you for you know putting us in a house somewhere and giving all these writers free food (laughs) but like not it's not right
2: no i i've never honestly i've never really had i've never been able to relate to artists who have um who struggle with their label and you know like going against it um because and i'm just really really privileged and lucky for that because i've never really had to face that it's very easy for me. I have dozens and dozens of songs from writing sessions or when I wrote alone and then went into producing sh- sessions that just weren't right. And they're just in the abyss, you know?
0: <laughs> On a hard drive somewhere?
2: Some Dropbox out there. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody go look for it. Yeah. <laughs> you have too much time. Uh, Stray, really, beautiful record top to bottom. And Thank you. you feel your vocals like. Uh, your vocals, just as unique as your songwriting ability, <laughs> but those, there, I just don't think there's anybody who sounds like you vocally. Thank you. Your phrasing, even the uke, it's just so perfect. Do you remember the first time you decided to sing?
2: Uh, no, I I was probably a toddler, like just... Singing along to, like, Hannah Montana or something.
0: How about the first time somebody put you on stage or made you sing in front of somebody else that you didn't know?
2: Oh, yes. I do remember that. I do. Terrible experience. (laughs) Tell us. Terrible. I think probably the first time, other than, like, my family or something, singing in front of a stranger was for this thing called NISMA. NISMA? NISMA. NISMA was something that you did in middle school and high school where you would play your instrument or sing or whatever, and it would actually mean a lot for, like, groups and, like, college and stuff. Um, And they would basically rate you.
0: Was this in New York or Kansas?
2: This was in New York. Got it. And I sang. Um, I got a bad score. He told me that my voice was uncontrolled, scratchy, and sounded unhealthy. I remember. (laughs) He gave me such a bad score that actually the next day, my music teacher pulled me aside and had a talk with me. He was wondering if I was upset. Very embarrassing. Very
0: embarrassing. And only a few short years later, you win America's Got Talent. Yeah. Wow. You don't get discouraged in that moment, though.
2: I don't know. I mean... He seemed like a sad guy. He was, like, upset with his life, and <laughs> I, I was, like, in fourth grade, so, I mean, it was my, it's always been my passion, so I was just like, yeah, Whatever. Whatever,
0: you know? <laughs> keep Keep on swimming. Yeah. Are you back in school now? Yeah. You like it? I love school so much. What's the best part about it?
2: People kids. It's connecting with humans. Kids. Yeah, being with kids. I'm always around adults <laughs> to the point where I'm like oh wait, I'm 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 15, you know? I'm not
0: 47. I'm
2: not 47, Grace. Snap out of it. <laughs> you know, so it's nice to be in high school cuz sometimes like w- before when I was completely out of school, I like was t- it was too much. Yeah. To the to the point where I was like I didn't like I would go to like sleepovers or something and like wasn't able to communicate with teenagers like I felt like I felt like an adult at a teenager sleepover I'm like what am I doing here
0: it's not fair to you
2: yeah so that was when I was like "Mm, I should go back to high
0: school (laughs) time is so on your side and do you see a creative and inspirational change when it comes to making music from when you were out of school to when you decide to go back to school? Like, does that mm. influence the way you create? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Because, I mean, I, I get so many experiences in high school. I, I, And also being out of... I don't regret being out of high school for a second because it or middle school at the time um because it actually made me appreciate school so much y- you don't learn to appreciate school until you're
0: gone until
2: you're gone exactly
0: <laughs> exactly and the social side of school it's not even the homework it's like getting to know yeah. people and being around people who are your your, your same age you share interests exactly, interest. exactly. It, it's a when i used to do my radio show because i've been doing it a long time I used to, really, the only reason I went to high school every day, I mean, one, I was legally forced to go, but two, (laughs) was to just study everybody else and then take notes on what everybody else is doing and and then talk about it on the radio that night.
2: You grow grow as a person also.
0: Mm. Just having to navigate with people and learn to work with people. You deal with any drama?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah? Oh, my God. High school drama, man. I I am not just saying this. Like, I always stay out of drama. No, but I genuinely do always step back. You know, I have so much stress in my life.
0: You don't need that.
2: You know, I feel like... If I weren't doing this, I would be all over it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, to get spice into my life. (laughs) But I have enough spice in my life, you know?
0: (laughs) All this free time and lack of
2: spice. Yeah. So I'll I'll hear about it. I might talk about it with a close friend. But, you know, I'm not in the lunchroom like square up what'd you say to me you know <laughs> but I'll watch you know
0: the visual of you attempting to fight somebody in the lunchroom it, it is... doesn't
2: work it's you can't you can't picture
0: it <laughs> it's like this weird almost like fluttery dance type thing I'm picturing you do
2: yeah I would I would be snapped in half I, I would never dare
0: <laughs> it's cool that you're back though a lot of people yeah would do like experience what you've experienced, and then they would see it as an opportunity to never go back. <laughs> Honestly, and then they would leave, yeah. and then they'd be effed up in the brain.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have my moments. I've countless numbers of times, just like in the past month, I've been like, I'm leaving this school, like <laughs> I am dropping out. But I never do. You know, I always keep. I keep coming back. So,
0: do you see the rest of your your career as slow and steady wins the race, or I gotta move now. I gotta get a hit now. I gotta put an album out now. I gotta be nominated for a Grammy tomorrow. Um,
2: I don't know. I, I don't really think about either. I, I, don't, I don't think either of them are healthy to think about. I don't think it's really something to strategize about. I have other people to strategize <laughs> all that stuff out for me. Um And I don't really focus on it because... I don't know, That could, I feel like that could that, that mess me up, because then I would feel like I didn't accomplish something if I didn't get a number one hit, or I didn't get a Grammy tomorrow, which is just stupid. Obviously, I'm not going to get a Grammy tomorrow. It's about a build, um, and I'd rather just live my life than feel like I disappointed myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but do you see it as a slower build? Because, dude, you're 15. Like, yeah. and you, you're you already established as a songwriter and a performer. Like, you have so much time left.
2: It, it's crazy. I have a lot of time. It's nuts. But, I mean, at the same time, it's... The world's attention span is so, so short. So you know, tiny. You, you, you do... I think that it, it just depends on what you're doing. I mean, like certain things, you're like, okay, yeah, we should do that now before people forget about me or, for, for, and I, I usually don't care about those things, but I, I care a little <laughs> bit, you know, and um, of course it's about a build, I, I am really young, and even the label said that the label would never give me radio pushes and still are very hesitant to give me radio pushes and stuff like that but I completely understand and I'm totally okay with that because I'm a kid, I'm so young you know, I, I have a lot of time to um, like What is it called? Improve. I forgot the
0: word. But I don't even think... I don't think it's improve. I think you have time to consistently tell your story and Mm. build this amazing relationship. And when the record happens, it happens. Mm. Because you don't want to be early to the party. Because once you're early to the party, like, it's hard to get a proper invitation next time. Yeah. So... I think... It's so on your side, and if your integrity is so pure and it's so intact and it's really unwavering and strong, dude, keep (laughs) it and keep going on the path you're on, because I think you're creating timeless records, and I really do think we're going to look back at I Don't Know My Name and be like, yo, this record defines something. It changed something. Thank you. So so you'll get hits. They'll happen, (laughs) but you... It's really special. You're an amazing writer. I think that's one of the coolest things about you. When you see people trying to make music today, do you? I don't want to say do you have advice, but talk to that person who's maybe written a song or two that they think is crap, and Mm. maybe they're thinking about giving up. You know, they're they're faced with a choice keep going? Do I try to keep doing this? Or do I move on and shift my focus into something like else? Like writer's block? Yeah. Maybe it's writer's block. Maybe it's them wanting to become a writer, but they're pissed with the two songs that they have in front of them that they've created.
2: Okay. But what's the scenario? Do they have good <laughs> songs before that? I think they're new. They're figuring it out. Or they're just...
0: They're just starting.
2: They're just starting and they have two songs that suck.
0: That they think might suck.
2: Well, I mean, my first like 10 songs sucked you know everyone's does it's 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 just like i think the way to think about it is just like anything to understand music because music is kind of a hard thing to understand at first and i think the best way to do that is to just i'm very visual so i picture it in a visual way like art when you first make a painting it it's terrible. Your first 5 paintings might be terrible. You need to find your style, what you what kind of paint you like, uh, what kind of um, what are those called? Canvas? Canvases you <laughs> like. You know, it's the same thing with music.
0: Got to find your flow.
2: Got to find your flow, your style, your paint, you know? So
0: don't get discouraged. Yeah. If the first two are yeah. crapola.
2: And if you're your 50 are crapola, then maybe you should try <laughs> something else. But Re-examine. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: How do, you, how do you have such a mature sound at such a young age? Like your music-wise. I
2: like. I don't.
1: Because <laughs> you don't listen to the music, and you, you don't think like this. This girl's fifteen. You sound like it sounds like a much older person would not like much older, but like not a fifteen-year-old would write that.
2: Like production
1: all of it like your voice the writing the production it doesn't sound like music a 15 year old would make
2: I don't know I I just write the words that come to me and I don't know whenever I finish a song I can immediately hear the production that I want around it and the vibes that I want around it and that's why I like working with producers that are very collaborative because I obviously don't know how to produce And, um, I worked with Greg Wells on that song and I just told him what I heard and we did it. And yeah, I, I think I, I just don't really overthink it.
0: Is that a risky variable in your, the creation process production? Because your vocals are so unique and distinct, but like one or two things uh, on the production of a record could totally take away focus from your vocals, Mm. could distract, like it does need to be right.
2: It does need to be right. I think, I mean, the best thing is to just be collaborative. I've had tons of producing sessions where I hated the production and it didn't match my voice. And I think it's just about working with each other. Like, I never just record a song and then let it be produced. I'm not a producer, but... I am very collaborative on we, wh- wh- whoever the producer is. We just test out things. I just did a song where I played a coaster. What? I had a coaster on the table. And, like, it's just about being like, that kind of sounded cool. You want to throw that in? And then if it sounded bad, you take it out, you know? You just figure
0: it out. And you, mandatory that you're in these sessions?
2: Yeah, I think so. I, 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 every time that I'm not there, I, I never like it. I-
0: I understand that.
2: Yeah. I, I'm kind of a control freak.
0: <laughs> but it's your baby. They're linked to you yeah, forever.
2: exactly. Exactly. I'm the one performing them. So,
0: <laughs> And it's your song. Yeah. Ha- any co-writes? Like, did you co-write Stray with anybody or is that all you?
2: I didn't co-write Stray. N- just you? Just me.
0: Wow. Is it- are you impressed by that a little bit?
2: <laughs> I'm proud to say that. Because um, I did a lot of just the beginning co-writing and I, I'm I'm not. It's not something to be ashamed of. I, I actually I love co-writing. It's super fun, to um. It, it's it's helpful. I've a, co-written a lot of songs that I've done recently. But it's always nice to just every now and then do a song by myself again to get to re in touch with myself.
0: Hideaway co-write on that or just you
2: i never wrote hideaway actually whoa
0: whoa whoa yeah. somebody else wrote this and you put yeah. your voice to it
2: yeah hideaway was written for the movie and they asked me to sing on it the movie wonder park oh cool yeah
0: are you okay first thought after you listened <laughs> to the record
2: um i thought it was adorable you know i've never done something like that for a movie. And, you know, I just thought, what the heck? What do I got to lose, you know? It's a movie. It's a movie, yeah.
0: <laughs> but have you done that in life where you've taken a song that somebody else wrote and put your voice on it?
2: No. No, I've always had at least a little bit of
0: input. Sharing your voice. Handing your voice over. How Here much? There you
1: go. You know? How much input input did you have on the song, Clearly? Clearly, I
2: wrote the bridge to Clearly, okay. yeah.
1: Okay. That song is awesome i really like that
2: i one. love that song yeah, yeah ito actually wrote that song with a couple different writers shout out to ito ito he's a genius
0: so do you get that record when it's almost done are you in the room from the start of it
2: no um we were in a we were in a writing uh, writing session and sometimes when you work on a song too much like, my ears will start to physically hurt, like, if I hear that song one more time.
0: That's me with my voice. <laughs> I get it.
2: Yeah. Um, and so we we always like to just, like, randomly start producing or writing something new. And sometimes that's when the best things happen. We're, we're just exhausted from a song and just start randomly writing something else. And anyways, we were kind of in that mood. We were working on a song for way too many hours we were getting tired and he just started playing clearly and I was like who is this and it was just this random writer and he was like we're stuck on the bridge like do you want to help us out so I helped out on the bridge and we re-recorded it with me on the bridge and I actually wasn't gonna keep that song because it's so hard to sing and I wasn't sure if I could sing it live Um, but I I just fell in love with it and decided to release it
0: what do you what of yourself did you hear in that song
2: um, I, I think what's nice about that song is because it's, 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 I, I love mixing like dark things with super happy things. I, th- I think that's why I like the ukulele so much because it's so specific to like happy tra-la-la-la-la, and it's really fun to like mix that with experiment with some darker words or something like that. And I like that about clearly because clearly is such a. A happy song. Everyone knows that song. I can see clearly now, and I think it was really cool how we, how they, how they, um, kind of wrote some words that almost, for me at least, kind of touched in on mental health and overcoming mental health, which is very, very important to me. And I don't know that really touched me, and I, I, I felt very connected to the song.
0: Major stigma around mental health. Obviously, A lot of kids, they're afraid to step up and to say something mm. if they feel a certain way. Mm. It's it, Everybody takes their own approach to it, I think, as an artist, right? Everybody feels that responsibility to be outspoken. Mm. They, they feel it differently. Is there a responsibility on your shoulders to touch upon those things, to create art that speaks about those things? Because you know that your generation, and even in my generation, they're going through it.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's such a hard question because obviously I have a platform and I I want to use it to share things that I care about. And mental health is a a, 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 it's probably one of the biggest issues that I care about because I've dealt with that pretty much my entire life in my personal life. And but I've never I don't know, I've never really felt pressure. I guess really the main reason why there's awareness from my brand around mental health is just because. I write about what I need to get off my shoulders and I've dealt with that and, you know, it just happened, you know?
0: Yeah, it's it, it's organically sharing something exactly. that you genuinely go through yeah. but everybody else goes through at the same time.
2: Mm.
0: When you're working with these adults in the studio, was it hard for you to find a group of producers that take you seriously, almost? Because being young and working with adults is like not always easy. Yeah, it's not easy. They, they have no problem being an to a- the a young kid in the Oh room. yeah,
2: oh yeah. It's terrible. Kind, it's kind of easier actually. Um, <laughs> I feel like,
0: and then they get surprised when you're an asshole back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, that's annoying. Uh, but I never, I never, I never struggled with people not taking me seriously because I think I think people just need to get to know me. I mean, I I make friends very. I have. Most of my friends are adults um, because, you know, people just get to know my personality and I connect with older people better Um, just because of how I was raised in my family. I'm the youngest and also everything that's happened in my life. Um, So I've never really struggled with not being taken seriously. Um, But it is weird, especially because it's a male dominated field. Mm. It is weird to walk in. Two room with, like, a bunch of grown men and, like, need to, like, write a song about your life. Um, but that's why, I mean, just the beginning was weird because I was doing a bunch of co-writes with different producers. But now I kind of found producers that I know, I trust, I'm and comfortable around. They know me. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say people don't take me seriously. It's more just, like...
0: Being comfortable to open up?
2: Being comfortable like sexism also yeah. I think is a thing it's never like offensive but you know it's always like you either talk about boys or a breakup because you're a girl and you're a songwriter you know and because it's they're just putting
0: like, you in this weird box
2: yeah and it's like but we don't have to actually you know
0: <laughs> there's more to discuss there's here. more
2: like that's cool that's cool but that's not it
0: you no know? <laughs> there's depth here <laughs> yeah and there really is yeah well um Wow. Grace Vanderwall. Obviously, Hideaway. That is in Wonder Pack? Wonder, Wonder Park. Park. Wonder Park. Wonder Park. Uh, they didn't ask me to be in it, so I, <laughs> Wonder Park's the movie. Uh, hideaway is the record. It's in there, but really, Stray is a record that deserves your ear. That was released this year, right? 2019? Yeah, super recently. So is that queuing up more music to come? Yes. Whoa. <sighs> Album, EP? Um, random sings s-
2: singles uh-huh. singles and hopefully singles into an EP <laughs>
0: <laughs> you like that little <laughs> <laughs> that's nice <laughs> yeah singles turning into an EP do you live in New York yeah, yeah. that's home so still where you grew up yeah wow you don't want to leave no
2: I love New York um
0: no thought to go back to Kansas City
2: no no Lenexa uh, <laughs> wasn't good
0: enough for you is that no, where you're from no no
2: Kansas is great um but I love the city. I've really grown a love for the city lately. Um, so I'll probably move to the city and, you know, spend the rest of my days there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was the oldest thing I've heard you say. <laughs> I'm going to waste away in Manhattan. Yeah, Sipping my martini and yeah. hanging out on my, <laughs> my rocking you know, chair. In a fur coat, <laughs> love. Either fur or that trench coat. There's yeah. only two outfits I- for you.
2: I love this. This actually isn't mine.
0: Who'd you steal it from?
2: This random guy. What? <laughs> but like, I tried it on, and I love it. Did he
0: sell it to you, or did you just take it from him?
2: No. It was. I had. Um. I, I just had a winter formal at oh. my school terrible, by the way. (laughs) Why? Why don't they tell you to not go to school dances? (laughs) I'll never go again. But anyways. What happened? It was just awkward. It was terrible. Did you have
0: a date set up?
2: No. Of course not. Of course not. Ew. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I just got there and I was just like, why am I here? You know? But anyways, after that, like everyone came to my house. Oh, wow. And... I just found this jacket after everyone left. I found out it was him, and I meant to give it back, but it was really cold out, and I was rushing out somewhere, so I grabbed it, and I put it on. I'm like, wait a second.
0: Never going back?
2: It fits perfect. I love it. I feel like a boss. I'm keeping it.
0: Do you know who, who actually owned the jacket? I'm
2: pretty sure
0: I know. This poor little boy that went to school with you? Yeah. This poor kid is going to be cold in the winter because you're rocking. is The trench coat. Yeah. So you, do you have the cool house? Like people come to your house after uh, these big events? No, 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 no,
2: no. Um, I'm not the cool house. <laughs> I can never leave my house. But, um, you know, my dad's super chill. And my my mom was on vacation with my sister, so <laughs> house I was taking my shot. It was like my dad's home, so he'll say yes. You know.
0: <laughs> Does anyone? Anybody like bring over uh, like like booze, alcohol, drugs, no. paraphernalia? No. No. Do you do you send out a message? No. No illegal things yeah. at my house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is out and so no, I just kidding. You can't bring that here. If you wanna do that? You go across the street. Yeah, exactly. Go somewhere else. Yeah. No.
0: You can't have that.
2: Yeah, can't have that. Not yet. Not yet.
0: Like twenty one.
2: I, I'm, I can't, never. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say in Nothing. this situation? What's the right answer? There is no <laughs> right answer. Exactly. There's no right answer in this situation.
0: <laughs> Do we have a date on uh, more songs? Stray is the first to this chapter of music, yeah? Yes,
2: yes. Um, hopefully April, it, am I? Okay. Um. Yeah, hopefully April-ish is when the next thing, and that's, you're not ready.
0: Wh- wh- that's good. Are we talking, like, like what, what kind of level of not ready here? Is this new sound? Is this collaboration? Is it's, this... No, no.
2: Like, well I can't hype it up too much, because then I don't want people to be disappointed. But I'm, I'm really excited. Like, really excited.
0: I can feel it. Yeah. I'm in. Energy. Uh, April. April. <laughs> <laughs> April. <laughs> Final thought on Grace VanderWaal. Dan. Do you want to act?
2: No, um, but making a movie was really fun.
0: Okay. So are you in Wonder Pack?
2: Wonder Park, bro! Oh, what is a
1: Wonder Pack? Where are you getting this from? What is Wonder, wonder, wonder Park? What's wrong with you? <laughs>
2: Sorry. It's the second time, man. Get your act together.
0: Wonder <laughs> Park? Are you in it?
2: No, no. It's, it's an animated movie.
0: Yeah, well, I know. And I see the billboards around town. They're animals.
2: Yeah. They're yeah. really cute. They're very cute. Um no, I'm just I'm just a song in a part of it. Um but in Stargirl, I'm the lead.
0: That's right. It's a new Disney film.
2: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> this is a big one. That's right. Is yeah. it going to Disney Plus? Is it going out to theaters?
2: No, it's not going out to theaters. It's um Disney is making a streaming service. Disney Plus. Yeah. And everything's going to go on there, and it's going to be a Disney Streaming Service Original.
0: What? (laughs) D-Disney-D-Disney Streaming Service. DSO. Like DCOM, you know, Disney Channel Original Movie? Did you grow up with DCOMs, or is that after your time?
2: Yeah, I did.
0: Like, uh, Luck of the Irish?
2: What's that? Oh, my God. I might be too young for
0: that. We should-if you ever need suggestions (laughs) on the best Disney Channel Original Movies to watch, I'll hook you up. But Disney Channel original streaming movie, Stargirl, Mm. all done. Have you seen a cut of it?
2: No. Oh, my God. It's so annoying because I'm, like, so nervous about my acting skills. Like, I haven't seen 30 seconds of it. Like, I have no clue.
0: (laughs) That would keep me up at night. It
2: keeps me up (laughs) at night. I'm like, what if this is, like, humiliating? (laughs) Can't stop it now, you know? What are you going to do?
1: Well, the reason I ask that is because you're very good in your music videos.
2: Thank you. Acting in music videos is a lot easier, though. Why? Then, Just because it's my own words and my own emotions.
0: You're playing yourself.
2: I'm playing myself. And also, like, this is stupid, but it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> to act in front of people, like a bunch of people, which I never thought I'd face, but it is. It's like I feel almost like it's almost like undignifying to like I I, I'm just weird and insecure though and that's my own thing but for music videos it's usually like two or three people that I'm super comfortable around so I can just go all out you know not a movie but a movie it's like a bunch of people you don't know really cool like crew guys with like sleeves and I'm like I want them to think I'm cool like (laughs) I don't care about this movie, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> but no, it it was it was weird to, like act in front of so many people,
0: yeah, because you know they're all watching you and their yeah, schedules are dictated yeah. based on your performance yeah. and it's yeah. a thousand layers. what's Not your
1: that. what's your character in the movie though? Stargirl. Yeah, but what's your character? Oh, like, like how, like who like what kind of character is it? like, what kind of person are you playing? Like she's
2: like, she's like this homeschooled girl who's like crazy and like wears crazy outfits and doesn't care what people think and just is 100% authentic in herself. And it's like her journey going in public school, like being like that, like a very mainstream public school being completely original.
0: Is she a celebrity before she goes to school? Is she a star? (laughs) no 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 but did she come out a star no but she's star girl
2: yeah because it's supposed to be like she's so sure of herself that like she names herself star yeah oh i love it like star i love that because she there's like she explains that she's like and it makes sense a lot of her perspectives make sense in the movie and she's just like you know I i i was born with my name but i change i grow up I evolve. Why shouldn't my name evolve with me? I change my name like every five years or so. And like when I read that script, I'm like, Mom, can I change my name? Like I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah.
0: That, uh, that's confidence. I,
2: I, yeah, she's very confident, which is, was also hard because I'm actually not confident at all, especially around teenagers. And that was really before I went to school and got comfortable around teenagers, which is so weird to say because I'm a teenager, but that didn't help because I already didn't know really how to act in front of teenagers, and now I have to be, like, this super confident character, but um, luckily, Julia Hart, the director, was, like, so kind to me, and, like, she helped me through everything and talked to me through everything, and, like, all of the hard scenes and embarrassing scenes and anything that I wasn't comfortable with, like, she would change it like that. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah.
0: Was there a scene that was really hard to shoot? Like, is there a scene that took just a trillion takes to get it done right?
2: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I, I can't I remember. Probably the happy birthday scene. Um, she sings happy birthday to people in the cafeteria. And the amount, I, I think that took two days wow. of just walking to my seat like that's probably an exaggeration now that i think about it actually <laughs> but it felt like that bro like it took so long of me just walking to the seat and like taking out my lunch
0: <laughs> you had to get it done right
2: i i had to get it done right and like you know m- m- um movies are different because it's like you have to get a shot here and behind yeah. and from L- leo's um uh uh like point of view and my point of view so it can clip back and forth and then there and then close and then above and below and you know <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy
0: Stargirl coming to Disney Plus probably in the winter I'd assume
2: I think it's coming uh around February 2020 wow if if what they're telling me is right it's been changing nonstop but at the moment that's what they're saying. Star
1: girl. Do you, do you know why they chose you or did you have to audition or what was that process?
2: Um, first, uh, I, they just, uh, of course I still had to, uh, I, I sent in videos of me reading the script, but they reached out to me, um, I think just because they liked my persona and I don't know, I, I guess they just liked me. Um, of course they needed to make sure I knew how to act, um, but I actually never went in for a actual audition um, until I already got the part and it was chemistry reads, which was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awkward.
0: Grace Vanderwall, I'm sure you'll come on the show many times before Stargirl is released. I hope you come on the show. Invite me, man. Me casa es tu casa. Whenever you want, we have an open door for you. <laughs> For your dog, Frank, is that his name? Frankie. I think Frankie. Frank's been Frank snoring this
1: whole time. Yo. He's been
2: it's, snoring. It's, 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 have you heard him? Yeah. Yes. I've, heard, I've heard him this entire time.
0: <laughs> you got a loud yeah. dog back there. Yeah,
2: he snores. Cute.
0: <laughs> so you don't live here at all in California? No. Totally based out there?
2: Yeah, I'm not really an L.A. type of person.
0: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Stay true to you, my friend. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we've covered a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. Stray deserves your ear, April, possibly new music, we got a movie coming, possibly February 2020, and you love Ariana Grande.
2: I do. Like, unhealthy amount of love for her.
0: We didn't cover that in this interview, but you realize once you walked into our (laughs) studio that she's been here?
2: (laughs) Yeah. That, like, stressed me out. Like, I was overwhelmed.
0: Well, you're in her zone. What is it about her that you love?
2: Bro, I've literally, like, my family can vouch for me. Like, I've been following her (laughs) since 2014. Like, oh, I just love her. It started out where I was just obsessed with the way she looked. And, like, literally, I just loved watching interviews of her, performances of her, her style, her face, her hair. (laughs) She was just the most beautiful human I'd ever seen. Did she have
0: red hair five years ago? Was it red hair? No, her? No, when
2: I, when I started really liking her was when she just started having her blonde-ish, brown-ish. Natural. Curled, half up, half down with the one thing. Okay. And <laughs> she it. would always wear the mini skirts and white pumps. She would always have white nails. It was like her thing. Uh,
0: I know that era.
2: Yeah, that's when I started loving her. Um, and then I just grew to love her music as well. And like I've been weirdly obsessed with her ever since.
0: I totally get it. There's a lot to be obsessed with. There's
2: a lot to be obsessed with. She's like perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And those records are really good.
2: Oh my God. Have you heard Thank You Next?
0: Oh, yeah. A trillion times over.
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) Stop. Like, okay, I'm going to be honest. When I heard Sweetener, I was like, maybe I'm falling out of her. Because, like, I wasn't crazy about the Sweetener sound, to be honest. I
0: understand that. Different, very different. It was very different.
2: And I wasn't totally into it. But then. She just like was just like break up with your girlfriend. I'm like whoa, you know. <laughs> it like took me by storm.
0: The production is perfect, and so the harmonies are great. Oh, Her vocals so stand good. out. So good. Yes. Like
2: yeah, I just can't wait to watch performances of it. It, She's going to kill it. It's coming soon. Oh, my God. I, I just want to learn the dances. I learned her VMA. I learned her dance for God is a Woman. <laughs> I, I have the entire dance memorized for the, all In of them. In front of the table yep. with all of them? Yep. Wow. Yeah.
0: You're dedicated.
2: I I love her. <laughs> you stan. <I laughs> Respect. I stan.
0: <laughs> well, you got to go and see her on tour. Um Yeah. If you if you can't get tickets, give me a call. Okay. <laughs> okay. S- I'll set you up. Okay. <laughs> Grace so. Vanderwall. Uh, any uh, final thought there? No. Mr. Dan, Hideaway. That is a movie. It is Wonder. No, you say it. <gasps> Wonder Pack.
1: <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Park?
2: You're kidding. You're
1: an idiot. Wonder Park. Wonder Park. Wonder Park. What is Wonder Park. Is, where are you, what does Wonder
0: Pack mean? I,
2: I, that's what. I'm, where <laughs> is that coming from? It's
0: about amusement park. <laughs> you guys, I'm seeing the billboard and all the animals look like they're gathered together like they're in a pack. They're on a roller coaster. <laughs> oh, that's where this yes, is oh. coming from. It's like my brain see. It's crazy. I don't know people's real names. I only know their Instagram <laughs> handle a lot of the time. So I've known this woman for... 4 or 5 months now. I don't know her name, but I know wait, that Where her, is this
2: Wait, what? Are we talking about
0: I have this weird visual thing where like I'll okay. see something and assume. I won't really read it fully, but I'll assume that that's what it is, right? So pack, park, they're almost the same thing, almost. So I assume just based on the visual and seeing the giant white words on the billboard real quick that it's Wonder Pack. But on Instagram it's the same thing. I'll see people's names and I won't remember their real name, but I'll know their username. So I've been calling this one woman for months. He thinks I'm joking with her, but I just don't know her real name. Stop! I swear to God. Stop! 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 What well, is she's watching. Well, call me. So <laughs> and please just lead with your real name. that's hilarious. So I I had, a, I had to have a conversation oh with her God. boss the other day, and I didn't know her name, and I referred to her to her boss as. as the a, f- yeah. Her what if you guys handle?
2: like go to Starbucks and like you're paying, and they're like, "What's the name"? You, you're like, <laughs> she's like, ha! wait a second, what's my name?
0: <laughs> I would literally turtle into my clothing. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> That's it, it's a job, yeah. nicknames. Yeah, yeah, Grace Vanderwall, you are amazing. Thanks thank for you. giving us your energy and hanging out with us today. Thank you, thank you so
2: much for having me and dealing with my weird. N- post nap energy <laughs> Dude. you know when, when you first
1: walked in I, wa- I walked in the back and you were sleeping on the couch still <laughs> and i was like <laughs> yeah like no not your team wasn't there it was just you it alone it was just on the me couch.
2: alone yeah cuz everyone was sitting in the front but i went straight for that couch yeah <laughs> that's funny
0: <laughs> no judgment just love thank you so yeah, much for giving us your you brain so and your time thank grace
1: Benderwall, everybody all right